So what brought you to advocating for vagrant snooze? So I was working in British Parliament for seven years and I became a snooze user myself. I was a smoker when I lived in China and I flew home via Sweden and I picked up some snooze. And started using it and thought, this is great. Um, and then realised it was illegal. And I'm very much a believer that people should be free to do as they please, as long as they don't harm others. So I started the campaigning and pushing for that. And, uh, and then I became very interested in vaping because snooze being illegal was very hard to get hold of in the UK. So when I couldn't get hold of snooze to prevent the smoking, I, I vaped. Everybody in North America that vapes looks to England for it being so progressive for the lack of a better word. What is going on? Is it still as progressive as it always seemed to be? Um, I think we're in a good position. Leaving the European Union has left us in a strong position because the European Union was always keener to have more laws and regulation on vaping. They're talking now about taxing it, they're talking about bad flavors, and we've stepped away from that. So we, we're maintaining the laws as they are. I personally don't think that's enough to achieve our goals of a uh, smoke-free future, uh, smoke-free 2030, that's the government's aim, um, we actually need to go further. We need to make sure more of the public are aware of vaping and it's uh, safer. 60% of smokers in the UK think vaping is as dangerous, or they don't know whether vaping is safer. And we need to change that. Were you a member of Parliament, or were you just working No, I was a, a researcher for a member of Parliament. Yeah. And, and, and uh, I do a lot of stuff in America, but there were many projects I was involved in, and then yeah, I worked for was very happy for us to uh, work on issues which were important to our country and find our own interests. Um, but I worked across all sorts of issues, uh, one being legalisation of medical cannabis. Uh, I was involved in a team that legalised medical cannabis in the UK. Um, but yeah, anything from safe standing in our football stadiums, um, so that's illegal in the UK to stand in a football stadium, uh, and we want to find a way where we can allow that. Uh, but in a safe manner. So it's an odd subject, but I would get involved in all sorts. I was once at one time involved in uh, the ashes of very sadly babies that passed away and how we can make sure families uh, get hold of those ashes. And um, so I became, in a short space of time, very engrossed in the law around uh, ashes, which is... It just feels like nanny state everywhere you go these days. Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, and I think we've got to be careful. I'm an advocate for vaping, I'm for snooze and nicotine patches, harm reduction. But I'm also a believer in liberty. Uh, I always try and make sure I don't forget that. Um, because I feel that a lot of the people that want to uh, stop people smoking, some of those people, they actually, once they've achieved that, they'll just come for vapors like me. What is this all party parliamentary committee? So it's all part of parliamentary group. Um, MPs in parliament, uh, backbench MPs, MPs that are not part of government, can get together. Um, and they can decide to talk about issues and campaign on issues uh, as a formal group. And in order to have that group, you need to have uh, members from all sides of the aisle. There was a time, uh, maybe it was when uh, David Cameron was Prime Minister, that it seemed to be a lot more positive toward vaping. I mean, has it changed in the government? Uh, in the last couple of years. I know Boris has been caught vaping recently. I don't think that it's changed. Um, I, I just think that the, the lack of confidence uh, in, in stating that vaping is safe for smoking. Um, but, but they're still keyed on e-cigarettes. There's a recent parliamentary question about cotton iron, and the government affirmed that it would stand up for the record of e-cigarettes in the UK to reduce smoking. 
But interestingly, it didn't say stand up for harm reduction as a whole. And that's frustrating because uh, consumers need what I call a smorgasbord of options. Um, you know, vaping works for a lot of people, doesn't work for everyone. Heenot Burn has an, is an option for people that vaping doesn't work for. Swedish Snooze is an option, and also nicotine pouches. And we need to raise public awareness, we need to make sure they're available to the public, uh, and by doing that, we can achieve our goal to a safer public. Do you think that harm reduction um, has some negative you know, components to it that might be hard for the public to embrace? Um, I don't think they're negative. I mean, I would say the issue we have with harm reduction is getting that message across. I often talk about sex because it's much easier for people to understand. Uh, if you, and as some people did in early in the 20th century, told people sex is dangerous, don't have sex, basically prohibitionists. Um, and if that doesn't work, because we're all going to have sex, so what you do is you try and make sex safer. You know, you use condoms and contraception. And this is the exact same philosophy when it comes to smoking. Just telling people, don't do something, isn't going to work. But offer them a safer way of doing it, and they will. Are you aware of how much the rest of the world, specifically North America, looks towards England in terms of your policies? I mean, they, they put a lot of hope into what happens here. So if you go down, the rest of the world is okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's important we maintain Britain as a figurehead because if you lose all the, it's almost like a scientific study right, in a country. Uh, in the same way, Sweden's been a scientific study with Swedish Schnitt, you can clearly see the data, the lowest uh, smoke related illnesses in the whole of Europe because of Swedish Schnitt's use. So we need Britain to, to, to show the world that it works. Um, but I, I mean, I'm very keen to come to America and speak to the Americans about it. I think part of the reason for that is we have a whole government department because of our National Health Service, uh, for all its faults, uh, they gain if people stop smoking. Uh, other countries don't have that. You know, In Britain, smoking actually brings in more tax than it costs NHS, our health service, but the department's separate to the Treasury, and so it's been campaigning to try and reduce its costs. 